0: Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tansy. I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast.
1: On today's episode of CamdenCast, we will be talking about Season 10, Episode 6 of 7th Heaven. The title is Helpful. The IMDb user synopsis is, Sandy has Braxton Hicks contractions, after which she admits that a miscarriage would simplify her life. But Simon's fear that the truth is about to come out seems ever more warranted. Kevin and Eric worry, with reason, as Lucy, clearly over her head and incompetent, keeps insisting that nobody else should meddle with her client, Sandy. They have to tell her who has already found out, and Kevin must physically stop her assaulting her dad, Edward Jameson, an alcoholic. Eric fears George Smith is about to find out, too. Ruthie stupidly lies about her new date being sixteen. As Martin says, his huge team shortstop, Brian, is 18. At uh, The the, uh, the use of the word huge there was weird. Uh, okay, what was your first impression?
0: Um, I've, There's two things, actually, that I want to say. First is, 7-7 really missed a good opportunity for us to find out, for us to see as the audience. Um, like, certain Camden family members finding out about... Um, Sandy being pregnant and Martin being the father.
1: Right. No, the, we saw, we saw them finding out that Sandy was pregnant, but just the the jump from like A to Z yeah. was totally unwarranted because I don't know, they don't know anything about Sandy. So why do, and like, they keep seeing Simon spending a lot of one-on-one time with her. So I think the natural jump here would have been, and something they could have played with for like a few episodes would be everyone thinking that it's Simon's baby and like Lucy, uh, Lucy and Kevin obviously like know the truth, but everyone else could have speculated for like at least one episode about like, ah shit, it really is about Simon.
0: But like the thing is, it it's such a wasted opportunity for like for us to see some of the characters put two and two together, like for us to have a moment where Annie's like, I can't believe Martin would do this. Yeah, exactly, and th- we miss that. But also now they're stretching it out way too long. I feel like
1: like the whole family should know by now. Yeah, like by the end of this episode. Ruthie should have found out. Yeah, and she hasn't. And also, I think Meredith should probably know by now yeah. too. Because they they were the same two people who didn't know anything at the end of the last episode, and now there's and they things. still don't know anything, and everybody else has learned more. So,
0: yeah, I just I think it was a missed opportunity. But I for- like,
1: um I will say and it's coming up in the next episode or next two episodes, I don't know. I do like the way that they chose to have Ruthie find out. Um because, I don't know, I guess this, like, everyone else like it's, acts like it's going to impact them so much. But they keep building and building this, like, oh, Ruthie's, like, hopelessly devoted to Martin mm-hmm. storyline. And, well, um, spoiler alert, Ruthie hears it directly from Martin. So I think that was a better way of doing it.
0: Instead of finding out from somebody else, yeah.
1: Right, or just, like, inferring from this, like, weird series of events that they've constructed
0: i think they really missed some impactful moments by just skipping over this and just having to be like oh well matt found out matt could tell she was pregnant and i knew that martin had come to see you so i figured out it was martin's baby like that's how kevin finds well, also, out
1: and, and like george cecilia's yeah, yeah. father the finds new- out because the older daughter christina goes to school with simon and then so martin told meredith that he had sex with sandy and then meredith told christina that Martin had had sex. No, with Sand- Meredith actually oh.
0: told her dad just outright <laughs> without realizing. And
1: like who? The, and like how would her dad know who Sandy was? And then Christina's like, oh yeah, I go to school with that girl. She's super pregnant. It's Martin's.
0: Like, <laughs> like the, and so, that's how he figures yeah. it out. It's so ridiculous. Okay, so let's get let's get started. So the cold open is just Sandy running to Simon's place because she is in pain and she needs to. And Simon needs to take her to the hospital because she has no one else. Um, and that's a cold open. And that's actually what we're going to talk about first, is the scenes between Sandy and Simon. So,
1: I mean, they get back from the hospital, and they're, like, cracking up because it was just gas. Mexican food, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> which we both
0: had for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't just, have to go there. <laughs> just giving you some secret top information, top secret yeah. information. What
1: does what Camden and Cass dine on for lunch? It's Mexican
0: food. Yeah, right.
1: Uh, so... Anyway, uh, they sit down after, like, Simon's like, oh, have a seat. Like, I'm glad that it wasn't anything more serious than just, like, gas pain. Um, And Sandy's like, well, you see, I wish it would have been a miscarriage because then my life would be, like, back to normal and less complicated. Uh, And Simon's like, well, he's actually, you know what annoys me about this is that Again, they're skirting around, like, the fact that she's like, I wish there was some way to not go through with having this baby.
0: There are many ways. Like, and she's just like, well. Well, there's one big way. I didn't,
1: yeah, it's just one way. Yeah, yeah. There are different ways to do it, uh, but, like, and, and she's just like, oh, miscarriage would have been great, which I don't see as being any different from someone being like, I would like to have an abortion. Like, yeah. actively wishing for a miscarriage is... Equally, like if you're e- gonna put morality on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's worse to wish for a miscarriage than to just be like, okay, let's go I'm gonna him go him have, him. have an abortion. Yeah.
0: So, so, um, so, but the main crux of this scene is first of all, what I've been saying repeatedly that, um, Sandy and Simon have way more chemistry than Simon and Rose have ever had, and two, Sandy basically spills the beans that one, she the only reason she had sex with Martin was because she wanted, um, Simon to know.
1: Or be jealous, yeah. Yeah,
0: she, because she wants Simon and she's upset that she introduced Rose to Simon and that and they're she, together and, and that she's they're like, getting you married. You know Rose
1: is a bitch and you don't like her. Yeah. And Simon's sitting there while she's saying this and he's like starting to cry. Yeah. And then the phone rings and he's like, I can't pick it up because I'm so sad that you're pregnant with Martin's baby and I'm engaged to Rose. <laughs>
0: Uh, later on in the evening, um, well, okay, uh, side story, basically, remember, the only thing that people don't know is that, uh, Simon and Rose are engaged, Lucy knows this, and the Rev and Annie kind of suspect that something's going on. The Rev finds out, again, convolutedly, because George... Uh, finds out from Christina, who, who is his adopted daughter, who goes to school with Simon and goes, that's one big ring. And George says that to the rev, and the Rev, that's how the rev finds out.
1: Oh, you know what, though? This does, so, like, we knew the whole reason that these kids are in George and whatever, in Gwen's life, is because... Simon was friends with so it's not yeah. it isn't so far removed I was just I kind of lost it for a minute and forgot about that because I was like this is just some random girl on this campus who's like spying on Simon and Yay. Sandy and all of but no she's actually like in their friend mm-hmm. group yeah. so now I'm st- like this isn't so ridiculous because as far as like the engagement I guess Christina actually does know but I don't know if anyone who's listening has gone to college Uh but <laughs>
0: <laughs> very, okay, if you've gone to college. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't,
1: like, calling my parents to be like, oh, you never believe you got engaged, like, because they didn't know, like, most of the people I went to school with, like, or anyone. Also,
0: isn't this, like, campus big? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Don't know.
1: Also, it's like, well, my, maybe not. It's like an art school, they keep saying. It's like Northern California School of the Arts, which really begs the question, what the hell are they all studying? Because Well, isn't he
0: studying well, economics now or business? Because He's uh,
1: doing business because he's like, I'm going to go to law school and then do business law. But for I don't think that I don't think that they have probably a business Portion program athletes. at the art school. Like that's usually those are mutually exclusive <laughs> programs.
0: Well, the point being that George is the one that tells the Rev, and the Rev calls Simon and leaves a message. And at the end of the episode, Simon calls the Rev back, and it and the Rev is basically like, how, "Why are you doing this? You've like you know how much it co- like it costs." Like, this is not the part of the plan. Please promise you'll stick to the plan. And as soon as Simon is, like, Simon is like, I'll promise, Rose comes home from her trip to San Francisco with a wedding dress. Well,
1: at least we know that that didn't go on Simon's tab. Just a side note about this. I forgot what I was going to say. It had something to do with Christina and George. And Oh, so th- another part of the conversation that, uh, oh, well, <laughs> this is like sort of separate. Uh, Yeah, I guess we'll come back to it. Never mind. This has to do with Martin, so...
0: All right, so we're going to talk about uh, Ruthie's little side plot next. Um, Ruthie is still trying to get Martin's attention. So her game plan is that if she shows Martin that she can date guys that are Martin's age, that Martin will start looking at her as someone who's not just a friend. So that's why Jack was in the picture, and now... This kid named Brian is in the picture.
1: Okay, Brian looks like he's about 25. Yeah. Again, just like uh, the Check. Jack. Um, and they're like, the Camden's are like, oh, we have to talk about this before you can go out on a date with him. Um, so, I don't know, the Rev comes home from meeting with George or whatever, and and uh, Martin and Ruthie are having a conversation in which, I don't know, Ruthie's like, oh, Ruthie is just like, you need to agree to my dad that you will let Brian and I come on a double date with you and Meredith tonight. And Martin's uh, like, no, "No, I have to be alone with Meredith tonight. And he's like, I just need to talk to her alone. And Ruthie implies like, you're going to have sex with her. Uh, and Martin's like, don't do that. I need to talk to her. So they have like a little bit of a fight or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or disagreement. It's Uh, cut off
0: when the rev comes in. The rev
1: comes in, and he's like, I need to ask you both a question and answer at the same time. And he's like, how old is Brian? Ruthie says that he's 16, and Martin's like, he's 18. I know how old he is.
0: Um, Also, he's the shortstop on the baseball team. Which I
1: also thought was what Martin's position was.
0: Maybe second And
1: also, this guy is really big for a shortstop, so it it doesn't check out. Um, (laughs) He'd be a better first baseman.
0: So, Ruthie's right, Ruthie's entire thing is, like, I want to date older men, as I said, because maybe Martin will look at me. But every time um, she says, like, you like Martin, though, right? You let me date Martin to the Rev. The Rev's been like, mm, change your dream. <laughs> think about something well, else.
1: Yeah, uh, it's fine, I guess, yeah. But also, in the last episode, she had this conversation with the Rev, too, which I don't think we really talked about. But, I mean, we talked about how... Uh, she said she wants to stay friends with Martin, but yeah, that was it. I'm uh, but well, her, her she keeps her she, she claimed to the Rev last episode, like, no, I don't want to date him because relationships end, like high school relationships end, and if I'm friends with him, it won't end.
0: Well, uh, he she, her basic plan is that he, she's he's going to have a string of relationships. And they're all well, Yeah, end. This is
1: so so later on after uh Ruthie gets told she can't go on this date, the Rev comes to she's like furious or whatever, and the Rev comes to talk to her, and he's like, I know like you want to seem older to Martin, but maybe you should focus on something else. Because also of course the Rev now in his head is like and Martin's also fathered this baby that uh you know that's off at college with Simon. So He's, like, just, like, focus on you, and why don't you think more about graduating at the top of your class, and going to college, and, like, you know...
0: Helping the and, community, yeah. helping someone that's not yourself.
1: And she's, like, well, you see, uh, that's fine. And, like, she's, like, oh, what, but what if the older guy I wanted to date was Martin? Like, you know what a great guy he is. And the rev is just, like, mm, well, what if Martin... I don't know, basically, read these whole thing. She's, like, she's playing the long game. She's, like, oh well, Martin's with Meredith now and they might break up and then they'll have another girlfriend and then they'll have another girlfriend and then they'll have another girlfriend. But eventually he'll one day turn around and be like, oh, Ruthie was here all along. Let's like, this is my soulmate. We will get married. And she's like, and I just, you know, I'm going to be there for it. Like, she was like, would you let me date him when that happens? And I was like, this sounds like it's many years in the future. But, um, and the rev is like, this is, uh, you've stop it. You're, yeah, <laughs> stop it. You're doing a bad
0: so, their plan- So basically, they, the end of this storyline is basically that the Rev has agreed. Rev and Annie have agreed that if Ruthie shows a concerted effort to do something for her, somebody other than herself, keeps her grades up, and, like, shows interest in something else, that they will allow her to date whoever she wants. That's a reasonable choice, which could be Jack, which could be Brian, and which could eventually be Martin. And so Ruthie's happy and says she loves her father, but she's not going to be happy soon. Um... Now we're gonna get into some of the more like see, like serious stuff in the <laughs> I mean, episode, I guess. I
1: don't know. This is the mm. uh, okay. So as the synopsis said, uh, Lucy Lucy Neat. is like in over her head. Well, first the episode kind of starts with Kevin revealing to Lucy's like everybody knows your whole family knows what's going on now with Martin. And she's like, "How did that happen?" And Kevin's like, "Well." Matt knew just when he saw Sandy, and then your dad found out, and he told your mom. And Simon already knew, so like again, it's just like Mary and Ruthie and the twins don't know. Um, so I bet you Mary Lucy, knows. Lucy, Lucy's like, oh, everybody's stepping on my toes. This is my job. Um, I know what I'm doing. I can handle this, and I don't like people. I don't know telling the secrets that are mine to tell.
0: Kevin's all like, let me have a man to man conversation with him. You handle Sandy, I'll handle him. And like, that he needs to tell his father, but Lucy's like, let me do this on my own time. Though, so doing this on our own time includes meeting with Sandy's absentee father. Um, who is
1: played by, I don't know the actor's name, but he played Stuart on Mad TV. Um, recommended um, sketches include, or like the best one, it's like when Stuart goes to the Chinese restaurant.
0: <laughs> Um, so he, this is a stellar performance by this actor in playing Edward Jameson, like aptly named the functional alcoholic. Um, so she meets with him and basically he reveals a ton of information we did not know firstly, uh, and also kind of Lucy messes it up for Sandy. First I'm of all, also
1: all right. I'm sort of confused as well about Sandy's background because she's got this biological father her mother is like, dead or
0: something. No, 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 no. Her mother, she has. So they got divorced because I'm, I'm assuming the alcoholism got in the way. So
1: after they got divorced, somehow Sandy got adopted by a different. No,
0: so- no, no. Sandy had a stepfather. Oh, okay. And with with the with her mother, then she lost. Oh then my her God. family gave up on her.
1: Art imitates life. <laughs>
0: her, ah. her family gave up on her because she likes sex too much. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I missed that whole time. Yeah, yeah. She had she had a drug and alcohol problem, and she went to rehab when she was, like, in high school, I guess. And then she was better. But then after she gave up drugs and alcohol, she got obsessed with sex. And that's where her parents drew the line, or her, her mother and her stepfather. And they were like – and then I, I don't know how old she was supposed to be when she was obsessed with sex. But then she was adopted subsequently by someone –
0: Wait, I didn't know she was adopted. There was something about an
1: adoptive family. Maybe I made that up. Maybe I just ad libbed when they said the step. I swear. Maybe that like
0: a previous episode. I I don't remember the thing that I attention.
1: swear she said something about having step parents. But uh, I'll go on the Seventh Heaven wiki later because I'm not going to go back and watch all the episodes.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, basically, we learn one that um her her actual father is a functioning alcoholic. That judges and employers are very prejudiced against functional alcoholics. That um, he's ver- that he's just found out that he doesn't have to pay child support anymore.
1: Yeah, because he didn't realize his daughter is now 21.
0: That um, it's very predictable that Sandy ended up pregnant because, you know, she's obsessed with sex, like she was obsessed with drugs and alcohol. And her drugs and alcohol were like drinking and weed, which... Okay, um, and I'm on
1: the Seventh Heaven wiki, and from page of Sandy Jamison. I'm sorry, we interrupt this regular program yeah. because there's some fanfic shit on here that made it into the official. It's like fandom dot com or whatever. It's like Sandy Jamison Sanders Brewer, and it's like she had triplets in 2008. <laughs> like, what? No. Like she married Martin, and divorced him and now she's still a single mom of five kids and later became a pet. Pa- I don't remember this. This might have happened on the show, but this sounds You're like You're spoiling
0: some- everything for me.
1: I don't I don't remember. Oh wait, and you know what? I think I do. No, she might be- she does become a pastor. Whoops. Oh. Erin Should I go back and cut that out?
0: Erin, <laughs> no You should cut it out of my brain <laughs> Okay
1: Well Anyway Sorry Moving on
0: <laughs> The point is It's a very interesting conversation um, Lucy gets really mad at him And attacks him physically Kevin has to pull her away And then she throws a coffee cup at him Yeah. And he's like it, He's like a lo- <laughs> She's like You're, You stink And he goes Lots of people have said that to me <laughs>
1: Because alcoholism makes people
0: smell. Apparently.
1: Well, I think you know firsthand.
0: Yes. No. Wait, no, that like made it seem like I had no. a problem or you have a problem. No,
1: you know an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway, we're getting too personal here. First our lunch and now this. Um, you could literally could literally <laughs>
1: right.
0: Okay, okay. So um the last thing we want to talk about is When Lucille discovers that she um, is really in over her head, she needs to go to the Rev for help. And the Rev is dealing with his own bullshit because George wants to speak with him, George Smith, Cecilia's father and Meredith's adoptive father, about Meredith and Martin saying I love you to each other. So as we mentioned, because we really basically talked about this already, uh, George is concerned. He thinks that Martin's doing this in order to have sex with Meredith. The Rev can't really say anything because he's sworn to secrecy. So he's like, I'll get back to you in a week. He, George ends up, like, somehow getting Meredith to, like, reveal all this information to him. And he learns, so he goes to the Rev, and he's like, I know that Martin is the father of Sandy's baby, even though I don't know who Sandy is. <laughs> and, yeah, that that's where we kind of leave it at Remember? that. Remember, um,
1: just a fun thing from... The 7th Heaven Wikipedia, not like fan wiki. Mm -hmm. Rose's name is Rosanna. Oh. Which has actually, I don't think, I don't know when that's disclosed.
0: I, I want to know when it's disclosed that Sandy and Simon had sex, and will it ever be disclosed? I want I doubt I mean, it out in the w- open. Uh, yeah. Don't tell me.
1: I mean, it already has been to the yeah. audience.
0: I know, but I mean, disclosed to everyone. Because remember, we well, still like
1: again. It would make more sense for the Camdens to be like, "Oh no, Simon, Simon done a bad, and now he's like, I got to marry this other girl before this one who's pregnant tries to make me marry her." Like, I don't know. It seems like he's moving quickly in a relationship that he seems to not care about. When someone that he, like, seems to like is pregnant, uh, if I were his parents, I'd be like, mm, what's going on?
0: Um, yeah, and also, nobody likes Rose, and Sandy and him have better chemistry, which I've been saying over and over again. Um, well, I don't think there's much else to say about this episode.
1: Nah, sorry if I spoiled anything for anyone. Um, Me. But, like... That timeline was, like, in 2008, which is after the show ended, so somebody just went...
0: Are you sure you're not... Maybe you just didn't watch a season. <laughs> so Somebody
1: projected... Well, I don't know. Is there a secret 12th se- season of Seventh Heaven? I don't know. Uh, all right, well...
0: What did you rate this episode?
1: Uh, I... Am, well, I gave the last one a poor rating, but I kind of want to elevate that one to demote this one. Okay. Because I'm upset that... Everybody still doesn't know. I was hoping that this is the episode where Ruthie found out because I can, I remember that scene like some, you know I think you sent
0: that scene to me actually. <laughs> oh no. I mean I don't remember it, but I know you sent it to me.
1: So uh, I am gonna give this I'll give this a 2.5, but like I'm retroactively bumping the other one up to like a, a four.
0: I'm giving this a three purely for the functional alcoholic.
1: Yeah, stole the show. stole the show.
0: Alright, so check us out on Wednesdays and Saturdays for new podcast uploads available on Stitcher, SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast and the iPod iTunes Apple Podcast app. Who has an iPod anymore? Um, we are also on the social media, Facebook.com slash CamdenCast and our handle is at Show on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Tanvi. I'm Aaron. This is CamdenCast. Where can you-